0: You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. I am so excited about today's episode for a couple different reasons. Uh, but if this is your first time listening in, I am your host, Isaac Watson. And to all of my listeners, uh, all of my downloaders and subscribers, listen, y'all, we have made it to a year Uh Uh, Our one year anniversary with Church Talk with Isaac. You all have listened to a year's worth of information, of revelation, of teachings, of conversations, of hearing my thoughts on certain topics. And I'm just so grateful. You all have been such a huge support um, for this platform. Uh, Literally, we have people who download and who listen in. Uh, from all over the world just not the United States but all over the world literally we have people listening in from South Africa from from Canada from the Bahamas from uh, uh, the UK Nigeria literally people from uh, Spain and Russia and Zimbabwe New Zealand Mexico I mean literally from all over the world and I am uh, uh, I'm so grateful. Um, do me a favor, you all uh, while we move forward, cause I have something special for you all today. Um, as we move forward, do me a favor. And if you've listened in to at least one episode, and if you've enjoyed church talk with Isaac, um, please leave a review and please leave a rating for church talk with Isaac. The majority of our listeners, we have listeners from Spotify, uh, from Google, from iHeartRadio, Ah, uh, people who listen directly from my website, IsaacWatsonMinistries.com. dot com. But the majority of our listeners are Apple listeners, people who listen from Apple Podcasts, and um, we have we uh, um, the amount of listeners that we have. Uh, Apple is one of the only platforms that asks you to rate. Uh, and to leave a review so if you could do that it would mean so much to me it helps my platform become more visible so that more people can find church talk with isaac and again this platform has been growing every month so i really do uh, appreciate um all of your support um i want to do something special literally this time last year january 11th 2020 was was the day that the first episode of church talk with isaac was released today Uh, The day that this is being released is January 12th and I'm uh, 2021. So literally almost today is the day off um, that we have been doing church talk with Isaac and have been releasing um, new episodes every week. Consistently, you have heard a new episode uh, with this platform. Go back. Listen to previous episodes that you may not have had time to listen to even go back to maybe some of your favorite episodes and listen to them again or even better. Go ahead and listen to them and also share them with people that, you know, may enjoy um, this particular platform that may that may enjoy these topics. This is what I want to do. I actually want to I want to do something special. Those of you who who um who follow me and maybe have been following me in my ministry for a while, you all know that I uh I authored a book a few years back entitled Access Granted: Unlocking Your Potential as an Intercessor. Uh the book can be purchased on my website, but it can also be purchased through Amazon. And this is what I did. I made my um the book uh Access Granted Unlocking Your Potential as an Intercessor. Uh, throughout the duration of this week, you can purchase um, the Kindle edition. Let me You won't even be purchasing it. You can get the Kindle edition absolutely free of charge. Just visit Amazon.com. You, uh, type in my name, Isaac Watson or Isaac M. Watson, or even the title of the book, Access Granted. Unlocking Your Potential as an Intercessor. And you will be able to either purchase the book, the, the paperback uh, version of the book, or Or you can can actually receive the Kindle edition, the digital edition of Access Granted absolutely free of charge. If you have not got the book, I encourage you to get it. If you want to be strengthened in your life as an intercessor, I encourage you to get it. Take advantage of the promotion. It will be lasting all week. And that's just an appreciation from me to you letting you know how grateful I am that you take the time to listen uh, and support this ministry. So thank you. And uh, God bless you all. Thank you so much. Um, let's move ahead. I want to go ahead and jump into today's topic. Um, you all know that this year we have been experiencing as a church a lot of chaos, <laughs> a lot of mayhem, particularly around the, uh, the election here in the United States, the presidential uh, election, uh, and uh, many of the prophecies that have gone forth. Um, uh, and, uh, we've been experiencing many apologies that have been going forth and some people that are uh, not apologizing, but they're sticking to what they believe regarding uh, Trump that there would be in a uh, drastic overturn, so forth and so on. Um, I'm not here to talk politics. Um, but what I do want to do is I want to talk about the prophetic. I want to talk about the prophetic because, uh, even on various platforms that I know of and social media platforms that I know of that I'm actually on, uh, such as, uh, Facebook, uh, uh, or even a, a newer app clubhouse. Uh, I, I, I encourage you find me on clubhouse and follow me. Um, it's a platform which allows conversations much like what you hear on church talk with Isaac, but more people can get involved and, uh, it can be more of a dialogue. Uh, it's, it's pretty much a big chat room. And, uh, in these rooms on clubhouse, there are so many conversations around the prophetic, And um, uh, so many people that we know of and that we don't know of um, that are ministering prophetically, that are prophesying and speaking on the prophetic. And one of the conversation that one of the conversations that that keeps coming up uh, is false prophets versus um, people who may not be false prophets, but may have uh, bad prophetics or um, they may be a bad prophet and i'm going to explain exactly what i mean by that so that's going to be today's topic we're going to talk about false prophets versus bad prophets or bad prophetics um this is what i want to say sometimes what we do if someone misses a prophetic word we automatically stamp them as a false prophet but i want to say that being a false prophet is is not merely based upon accuracy. So it's not a matter of accuracy alone. And the reason why I say that is because if we look at some of the false prophets or people that were identified as false prophets in Scripture, um, one popular one by the name of Balaam. If you look at Balaam uh, and you can just go back and you can look at, uh, I believe, it's Numbers chapter 22, uh, Numbers 23, Numbers 24. And you can go back and you can read um um those chapters and, it, and, it, and it's pretty much the story of Balaam one thing we learn about Balaam is that Balaam was accurate although Balaam not only spoke for God uh but in the in the scripture revealed that he was a soothsayer so he spoke for other gods and did ritualistics and so forth and so on but the words that he released were sure words meaning that they were true they were accurate um however, Balaam was still considered a false prophet. If you look at Revelation chapter 2, verses 13 through 14, one of the things that it reveals is what makes someone a false prophet versus someone who misses a prophecy. And that's what I mean by bad prophetics or bad prophet, someone who misses prophetic words, or someone who sometimes uh may get it wrong, whatever the case may be. I don't believe that that's an indicator necessarily of a false prophet. Revelation chapter two, verses 13 and 14. It says, I know your works and where you dwell, where Satan's throne is, and you hold fast to my name and did not deny my faith, even in the days in which Antipas was my faithful martyr who was killed among you where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against you because you have because you have uh, there. Those who hold the doctrine of Balaam. Let me say that again. But I have a few things against you because you have there those who hold the doctrine of Balaam who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual immorality. This is what um, Jesus is speaking Um, to this particular church and notice what what it says in verse 13 it says this that this church was a church that held fast to his name to the name of Jesus and did not deny his faith even in the days in which Antipas was his faithful martyr so in other words you can be a false prophet and still say the name of Jesus you can you can you can you can be a church that could be under the influence of false prophets and false prophecies and uh, and and still not deny God altogether. There's a lot of, of people who call themselves prophets that are still operating in the church, that will pray in Jesus' name, that will lay hands in Jesus' name, that will decree in Jesus' name. I saw a video um, earlier this week, and um, on the video, there was a man He was a pastor or a leader, and uh, he began to declare curses over anyone who uh, played a part in in the political election that uh, uh, that caused the election to go a, a different way. He literally said that he was cursing them. I declare a curse over them. Um, I declare that they will become weak in their bodies and so forth and so on. This would be the worst year of their life. This is what the man was saying. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, man, this is witchcraft to the highest degree. I actually f- posted it on my Facebook page. I said, this is witchcraft to the to the highest degree. This is not prophecy. This is not uh, the heart of God. This is not the heart of Jesus. This is witchcraft. This is sorcery. Um, that was that was taking place through these decrees. And and the thing about it is that the people in the audience were cheering. They were lifting their hands. They were receiving. They were shouting yes. And in in agreement to 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 what this man was releasing. So it's amazing to see the amount of manipulation uh, and control that people can be under to where they don't even identify uh, um, um, false prophecy, bad doctrine and witchcraft when a smack dab in their face i mean you know jesus clearly says do not curse those who curse you he says bless those who curse you do good to those who use you come so so we understand that his heart for humanity is that they will not perish but that they will be saved so i just i was watching it and i'm like i just don't understand How this is transpiring. That would be the epitome of what I would consider someone who's under a a spell manipulation and witchcraft and ultimately under the influence of false ministers, false prophets, false apostles, false prophets. Uh, pastors and the, and and one of the ways that we know whether or not they are true or false is by the fruit that they bear. In and, in and Revelation chapter two verse fourteen, he says, "A few things I have against you because you have the because you have there those who hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual." immorality so one of some of the things that we can look at uh, pertaining to false prophets is the fact that they they place stumbling blocks before um, um um the children of israel or in other words they put stumbling blocks in the way of those who follow uh, the way of faith it says that they love the wages of unrighteousness and 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 so ultimately when we're dealing with false prophets um, what they represent is a spirit of compromise. Um, uh, 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 these are people who are wicked, people who are evil, people who 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 um, whose message and whose life does not produce purity, does not produce uh, sincerity, does not produce faith, but it actually produces compromise it produces greed it produces a desire for unrighteousness where we begin to say that what's right is wrong and what's wrong is right so again it's not just a matter of accuracy alone we have to look at the fruit of what's being produced let me go to deuteronomy deuteronomy chapter 13 verses 1 through 5 because in this these verses um, uh, in Deuteronomy, uh, it's outlined some of the characteristics of false prophets, what a false prophet actually is. All right. And again, false prophets are not the same as bad prophets. And we're going to get to that in just a moment. So Deuteronomy chapter 13 verses one through five, and it picks up. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder and the sign or the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke to you, saying, let us go after other gods which you have not known and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams for the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So this is this is very interesting because what it says is that there will be false prophets who will speak. Um, a word or who will declare a dream and it will be accurate they will they will say it they'll give you a sign they can give you a wonder and 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 deuteronomy 13 says that the sign and the wonder will come to pass but then what will happen after um, people are amazed by the gift amazed by the accuracy amazed by the sign amazed by the wonder is that there will come a manipulation and a drawing away from the truth of what God has said and what God has promised and what God has declared. And there will be a drawing away to say, hey, let us go after other gods, which you have not known and let us serve them. And this is the thing, even in today's day, is that that doesn't always look as obvious as as is written here in Deuteronomy. So many times people will just not give you a prophetic word or say something that's accurate or demonstrate supernatural signs and wonders and then just say hey leave Jesus leave God and come follow after these other gods. No there're going to be some 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 twists, some perversion uh, in their in their gospel, some perversion uh, uh, of their gospel, even coming from the Bible, even coming from uh, the pulpit. And it will just not always be just an outright, let's leave God. There's going to be a twisting, a manipulation that begins to pervert as Titus, as I believe Jude says, uh, that begins to pervert The gospel, Titus actually says it, begins to pervert the gospel and turn it into something different altogether. I believe that that is a sign of someone who is a false prophet. They can be people who are accurate in word and uh, who are who are powerful indeed but they are destructive in nature and not only are they destructive in nature but they mislead people and cause people to become destructive in their own lives as well they turn the hearts of people from god and they turn people to the idols of their own hearts and unto their own idols where they begin to live out their own gospel their own reality their own truth now this is the thing i believe that that's the fruit of false prophets not everyone, again, who prophesies uh, inaccurately is considered a false prophet. There are people who genuinely love God, but who miss the mark. There are people who genuinely serve God and are genuine prophets and prophetic people, but may not be accurate 100% of the time. And uh, one of the things we know in First uh, in, in Corinthians chapter 13, Paul says we know in part and we prophesy in part. In other words, with prophets and prophetic people, you will not always know the full picture. Not only that, but um, I just uh, as 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 a prophetic person and as prophets. Another thing we have to understand is that when prophecy is flowing forth, the word of God is pure. What God says about a thing is always correct. But sometimes our ideologies are not correct. Sometimes our doctrine is not correct sometimes the way we read the scriptures is not correct uh, our theology may not be correct and ultimately when the the pure word of god when it when it comes to us it comes to us in a pure form and a right form in an accurate form but it has to be filtered through our through our ideologies through our doctrines through our theology And oftentimes by the time it reaches our mouth to come out, it may be things that may be different, things that may be off, things that may not be exactly how God said it, which is why it's important that we have an accurate filter, that we have a clean filter, that our doctrines are correct because your doctrine will affect the way you prophesy. It will affect what you prophesy, what you believe about the prophetic, because what you believe is ultimately going to flow out of you. So I believe that you can be a true prophet with bad prophetics. You can be a prophet with bad um, 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 prophetic herma- hermeneutics. I believe that I believe that you can be a true prophet um, um, that is still learning and growing that may be immature or may honestly just may miss it sometimes. But your heart is right. So ultimately, it's up to, to men and women of faith to be able to discern the hearts of men, the intentions of man, and ultimately to test every spirit to see what spirit is of God. That's what John said that we are to do. Test every spirit to see what spirit is of God. Every spirit that says Jesus is the Lord, that he's you know, that Jesus is the son of God that came from the father is of God. I believe that every spirit will begin to bear witness every every right spirit and true prophet, even if their prophetic lens is not all the way uh, correct. I believe that true prophets will always testify of the nature of who Jesus is, th- what they say will always bear witness with, with, um, um, with the promises of the new covenant and new covenant doctrine and understanding the apostles doctrine. And I believe that true prophets will always be those who mature the saints and who leads them unto more godliness, whereas false prophets will lead them away and will lead them astray. So again, I'm going to end in this and I said it already, but I'm going to say it again. False prophets can be accurate. But ultimately, they can be destructive in nature, whereas true prophets may be may miss it. You have some that are extremely accurate, but then you have some that may miss it from time to time. Uh, and those who miss it from time to time, um, sometimes we just have to learn how to, how to take the meat throughout the bone. He says clean the what's good throughout what's bad. But also I also believe that we have a responsibility when people are consistently missing the mark. I honestly believe that we have to be responsible as believers and honestly, we have to begin to weigh those words. And then it, it, it can become a measuring rod, whether or not someone may be a prophet or just may be prophetic or whether someone takes their prophetic career serious or not. And that would determine whether or not, honestly, we should take them serious or not. Um, doesn't mean they're a false prophet, but it means that they may not take full responsibility. Um, they may not be living a sanctified or consecrated life. um um, their doctrines could be off Uh, therefore if 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 what they're releasing is not is not true then honestly we should not be um taking them as serious as maybe uh, some others to be quite honest so i believe that these are some things that we can look at some things that we can look for um and one last thing i want to say is that we have to make sure that we give people grace give people grace to make mistakes Give people grace to get it wrong, especially when we know that they are true believers, true sons, true daughters of God. Don't be so quick to mark someone as a false prophet um, just because they got a, a, a prophecy wrong or a couple prophecies wrong. But I think we ought to look at the at the fruit and that is to determine what kind of tree it is. So, listen, I hope this is something that blessed you again. Thank you all for journeying with me for a year. Leave a review. Uh, write a comment and share this and give me a shout out because what I will do if I see it, if you tag me in it on social media, I will reshare it as well. So I, I appreciate it. And get your free copy of Access Granted on Amazon. Um, that's my gift to you. I love y'all. I pray you have a great week. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.